How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bench Boys Podcast. We are your hosts, Brandon Sampson, John Foote, and Aaron Lutz. Boys, how's it going today? Going good. It's going good. Pretty good. Good, good. Um, as you guys probably know by our episode title, we will be doing more of our divisional super team, starting with the NFC West. John, do you want to remind our listeners uh, kind of what we are doing and what the rules are? Yeah, so we're breaking down each division uh, per team. We're pulling six players uh, per team in that division is building an overall super team. Uh, and then just going to later on compare up between the divisions and see which, which division has the overall best super team. Uh, but yeah, so like uh, like I said earlier, we're going to be pulling six players from each team in that division. Right on. And you want to get started with the offense? Yeah, so to start off with, before I forget, Aaron had to remind us a couple times last time, um, the NFC West consists of the Arizona Cardinals, the Seattle Seahawks, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Los Angeles Rams. So you you know what teams are kind of pulling from. Well, uh, and and what uh, positions are you pulling from or pulling for? Right. So we're going to break it down. So for offense, we're going to pull one quarterback, one running back, three wide receivers, one tight end, and then the whole offensive line. Uh, defense, we're going to pull strong safety, free safety, cornerbacks, one, two, and three, uh, two linebackers, two defensive ends, two defensive tackles. This is kind of how we broke it down earlier. And I mean, obviously there's different defensive schemes you can have set up, but this is what we're going to pull from. And then for special teams, we're just going to do a kicker and a punter to make an even six from each team. Um, but yeah, cool. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then starting off with NFC West, I'm also going to start off with my coach, um, for the NFC West, I would like Kyle Shanahan as my coach. That's, that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with that one. This one was a hard one to do the coach for, honestly, because um, all of the coaches are pretty solid. I think um, Cliff Kingsbury's a little newer, so he's a little lower for me on this one. But like, really, there's not a How dare bad you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, there's really not a bad coach in the division though. When I was going through, you know, you got Kyle Shanahan, Pete Carroll. Uh, Sean McVay and Cliff is like, wow, it's actually like a really solid, not only is it a super solid division, like talent wise, like coaching wise too is right there. So I was like, wow, that's a rough division for you guys to be in. (laughs) I, uh, yeah. In case you guys are curious, uh, the the Arizona Cardinals are Aaron and I's favorite team. We are both from Arizona. So we're homers in that aspect. So it is a very tough division to, to be in and I don't like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that being said, yeah. I do agree with you. Like the coaching decisions, like I, like I could, it was a coin, uh, a coin flip between like Kyle Shanahan and McVay. I think those are the top two. I think Pete Carroll's is, is really good. Uh, but I think he is just like, you know, he's getting older and I feel like he is a step or two behind uh, Shanahan McVay. Um, and then I kind of disagree. I, I do like Cliff Kingsburn. I think he's a better coach we've had. The or better than our last coach, um, but I do think he's the definitely definitely last in the list. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, if we still had Bruce Arians, I would be hundred percent on board with uh, in the mix of one of the best. But you know, he ended up, he had to retire and then go back to the Tampa Bay Bucks. So I guess we'll uh, <laughs> live with that one. Just, yeah, we'll live with that one. <laughs> that one go. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll kick it off with my offense. Uh, my offensive uh, setup. So for quarterback, I went with Russell Wilson from Seattle. Um, I feel like it's pretty straightforward. I like Matthew Stafford. Um, I like Kyler Murray, but I think Russell Wilson is a little bit more uh, experienced at this at this point in time, so that's why I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. Uh, my running back was a little hard, honestly. Uh, kind of like was looking around, but I went with Cam Akers from the Rams. 
Um, I think he was extremely explosive, especially in the last half of the year. Last year, he's like probably the youngest one in that group, so um, that's why I'm going with Cam Akers. Wide receivers, I did DeAndre Hopkins from the Cardinals, DK Metcalf from Seattle, and Tyler Lockett from Seattle. I feel like Lockett is a is, is super solid, especially like that number three spot. I feel like that those are all three like number one caliber receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, tight end, I feel like it's a pretty easy choice. I'm with George Kittle from San Francisco. Dude's a monster. Um, anyways, on to my line. Uh, the left tackle, I went with Trent Williams from San Francisco. Uh, for my left guard, I also went with uh, San Francisco's guard with uh, Lincoln Tom- Tomlinson. Uh, my center, I went with Rodney Hudson from Arizona. My right guard, I went with Austin Corbett from the Rams. And then my right tackle was uh, Mike McLaughlin. Mike McGlinchey. McGlinchey from San Francisco again. So I pulled a lot of San Francisco line. Their line is actually really good. Um so yeah, so that that's kind of my uh, that's kind of my offensive setup. Okay. Um, so going off what John said, copy paste his entire team except the right guard. I had Gabe Jackson instead. <laughs> we literally <laughs> had the oh, exact same. Really? Yeah, we that can kind of go through, nuts. but it's kind of crazy for how deep <laughs> <laughs> talent is in this. I was like, you're going through, and I was like, wow. All right. Um, <laughs> no, Russell Wilson, I did for quarterback as well. Um, Honestly, uh, I love Kyler and Stafford as well, and I don't, I wouldn't be upset with interchanging them. Jimmy G's a little lower on the list for me, um, but I think Kyler has huge upside and gives you, you know, just the dynamic play as well with the feet. And then Stafford is a really good pure pocket passer. Cam Akers, I think, is just a really explosive um, running back, and I think he'll have a great year this upcoming year. Um, and then obviously the receivers are kind of. Um, I don't want to say given, but DeAndre Hopkins to me is the number two wide receiver oh, in the yeah. entire league. And then DK and Ty, or, uh, yeah, Tyler Lockett are both great and, and, you know, number one capable receivers. Well, obviously they are number ones. Um, but even Tyler Lockett with DK on the team, his stats are ridiculous. So Right. And right I, there. Yeah, and I think that's the big thing, too, is I feel like if you take Tyler Lockett off the team, DK's still the number one guy. If you take DK off the team, Tyler Lockett's easily the number one guy. And, like, they're putting up number one receiving numbers. So... That's why I thought it was kind of a no-brainer. I thought about going with, like, Robert Woods um, from, like, the Rams. And I, I really do like Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I feel that, like, Tyler Lockett's just better. That much better. <laughs> no, no, I love yeah. Cooper. <laughs> I do like Cooper Cup, but my problem with Cooper Cup is the same problem I've had with, like, some of the people we talked about yeah. like, in previous in previous lists of uh, he's been injured just, a lot. like, health, health issues. Yeah. I don't think he's played a full season in the last, like, two or three seasons. And, like, when he's on the field, yeah, he's really I don't good. Think so. Yeah. But at the same time, like even Cooper Cup healthy, I still think is not as good as Tyler Lockett. I think that's a closer gap. Yeah. But I still think Tyler Lockett's a better a better player. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely. Agree Plus with that. Um I mean if you're going Russell Wilson for your quarterback, he he and Tyler Lockett have a really, really good connection. Yeah, that chemistry's um, already there. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually am a really uh, big fan of like Brandon Ayuk as well, but again, yeah, when you compare yeah, yeah. them to like and Debo, but when you compare them to Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett I think is very underrated. <laughs> Just well, crazy. and I also, I also think for now, I mean, we we could probably we could might see a huge jump in Brandon Ayuk, you know, like he because I feel like he had a pretty rough start, and then like again, like kind of like yeah, Cam Akers turned on at the end of the year. So I think you know next year might be a little bit different. I might I could see Ayuk jumping up higher in my like in my personal rankings and. And he might surpass Tyler Lockett, but I think I need another year under his yeah. belt to kind of get that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely agree with you. And then George Kittle, um, you know, top two tight end in the whole league. Pretty safe bet. 
Uh, Trent Williams has been killing it. Um, Lincoln Tomlinson also for San Francisco is amazing. Rodney Hudson was a steal for you guys to pick up. Um, I think he's going to be amazing. I, obviously, he's been amazing his whole career. Um, and then Mike McGlinchey at right tackle. So really the only difference we had, I had Gabe Jackson, I think I filled in at that right guard position. Yeah. Um, Wait, who, did, who did you have, John? Austin, Austin Corbett from the Rams. I'm yeah, curious. so their PFF grades, uh, <laughs> Gabe Jackson is at a 63.7 yep. for and Corbett's at a 7. All right, so the offense goes to Brennan. And which coach did you go with? So I was going to do Kyle Shanahan too, but since uh, John went with him, I'm going with Sean McVay because I actually like okay. McVay, and here's the other reason too, not just to be different. Um, obviously, Shanahan has a really good run-heavy offense which you know could be really good with this but mcveigh with all these weapons and wide receiver i think could maybe yeah. be a little more explosive than the shanahan um offense. That's so yeah. here's my only rebuttal to that aspect Hit me with it. is is uh like I, I and that's the thing like honestly i was i was a coin flip between mcveigh and shanahan and yet like shanahan's in a run heavy offense but i also i have a i feel the reason he's in a run heavy offense and that's what he like plays that's how he schemes it, it up is because I don't think he likes Jimmy G, and mm. I don't think he has that much confidence in Jimmy G and his offensive like receivers to like to feel comfortable like like passing the ball and balling out. Um, I... But I, and that's why I went with Shanahan with Russell Wilson and all these weapons because I mean look at if you look at uh, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan had his like career year, he had MVP year when Shanahan was his uh, offensive coordinator. So I think if you give Shanahan that like elite wide or that elite quarterback with those elite wide receivers, I think he would. I think he would transition from like that uh, run heavy offense and just and just scheme up different things for his receivers. I I, I will agree <laughs> with that to a certain extent, but I believe he gets a lot of his um, scheme from his father, Mike Shanahan, and his uh, Mike yeah. was uh, also very run heavy, I believe. Yeah. Um, so I I think he tends to lean towards the run anyway, but he, he I'm sure he does do so more. Because he's not, you know, uh, as confident with Jimmy G, like you yeah. said. And he does love the play action, which, you know, does work really well yeah, for his yeah. teams. Because, obviously, they have great running threats and um, pretty good receiving threats most years. So, no, definitely, definitely yeah. fair. All right. So, uh, I assume John takes offense because of the better right guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that takes about 10 PFF. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not even 10. It's only 7. <laughs> Well, I'll see. Yeah. We'll see if our defense changes much. Then you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a couple that'll be, but you know, with only it's one exactly difference. Exactly the same. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> All right. So for our defense, um, for defensive ends, I went with Nick Bosa and JJ Watt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we might be coming off a very similar defense to Aaron. So buckle in. Uh, <laughs> so obviously, Nick Bosa kind of speaks for himself. He's gonna come back from injury, but I still think he'll be really good. Um, one of the best defensive ends in the league. Um, when he's healthy, JJ Watt, uh, was really healthy last year. And honestly, JJ Watt is a monster. I love JJ Watt. So I think he'll do really well in Arizona. I think he pairs nicely with that defense and for the super team, uh, for my defensive tackles, I went with Aaron Donald, probably the best defensive player in the league period, um, for defensive tackle and Puna Ford for Seattle. Um, and then linebackers, I went with Fred Warner cause I love Fred Warner. I think he's probably top two or three middle linebackers for me in the entire league watching him is just ridiculous the guy's a monster um and chandler jones i threw in um 
Chandler Jones. Uh, I know he's coming, but he's torn bicep, right? He's just coming bicep, back from. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but obviously, when he was healthy, he had the what was it, seventeen sack year or whatever he has when he was up for defensive player of the year. Nineteen. I think it was half a sack back. He from got snubbed. Dating, he right? won. Yeah. No, he, I, thought, I thought he was. Oh, I think you might be right. Because uh, Shaquille Barry got it last year or yeah, two years ago, he, or yeah, whatever yeah, you want to call you're it. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So honestly, Chandler Jones, if he bounces back from that torn bicep, which I think he will, um, the dude is a force. So I think he's uh, wasn't a super easy slide in, but compared to the other linebackers in the league or in this division, he was pretty safe. Um, then my cornerbacks, it was a really pretty solid corner group. So Jalen Ramsey is my cornerback one for the Rams. Then I had Malcolm Butler from Arizona and Darius Williams from the Rams. Um, so obviously, I think the Rams lost. Um, who was their corner that they lost to the Browns? Um, the was, safety, uh, John Johnson. No, they also lost Troy Hill. And Troy Hill. Oh, oh. Yeah, Troy so. Hill also went to the Browns. They both went to the yeah, Browns. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's the nuts. Browns put so much into their secondary, especially in the last like few years, like drafting. Yeah. The, I, 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 we'll, we'll get to we'll get to that later, but I think the Browns are going to have one of the best defenses in the we league. We already yeah, got to it last time. No, I meant I, I, we're, we're, we might be breaking down defensive teams for fantasy purposes. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So we, we, we will – We'll sneak, dive we'll deeper sneak into that. Yeah, there we'll for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so you know, who, pretty who, solid. Sorry, who is your who is your Daryl? What's his, what's his, Darius, Williams. Williams. Darius, Darius Williams? Darius Williams. Darius Williams. Yeah. Who's still um, really solid corner? So with the three of them, I mean, that's pretty lockdown group. And then for strong safety, I went with the Blitz Lord Jamal Adam himself uh, from Seattle, and free safety was Buda Baker. Um, who honestly, I w- like wouldn't say he's like an underrated safety because I think everybody knows how good he is, except for when it comes to the PFF rankings and lists. And then all of a sudden he slides, which doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so for PFF, he is underrated because I think he's definitely one of the top safeties in the league. Um, boot is just ridiculous to watch. Uh, so I think with a pairing in the uh, yeah. in the back is really solid. I think for him, at least what has has knocked him down. Uh, in a lot of people's lists is his lack of interceptions. Uh, gotcha. he, he had his first one last year. First first couple. I, didn't he have two on the year? Yeah, I think he had a um, couple, right? I mean, obviously the one that sticks on your head is the chate yeah. run down by DK. Which, but... so that's the funniest thing. I feel like a lot of people will talk about like Buda Baker, and like that's a very like athletic play, but DK just outshines that play. <laughs> Yeah, and like, that's like a sad thing. Like his number one play last year is outshined by DK running. Yeah. Down. So it's very unfortunate, which is why I think a lot of people kind of like maybe sleep on him a little bit or PFF maybe well, like, raise him down. Also, just but, because the Cardinals are a smaller market team. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, he had uh, two interceptions much last year, so he has two in his career. So yeah, which is two more than he had in 2019. So also, know. I I thought. Isn't Buddha a strong safety? Uh, no, no, he's, a, he's technically he's listed as a free safety. Is he listed as a free safety? Okay. Yeah, because he's he's like all over the field. He he does yeah. a lot more in yeah, coverage. True. Where like the strong safety will be pressed in the line a lot more. Which yeah. is Blitz okay. Lord Jamal Adams because he can't cover. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> all right, John. What's your defense look like? Wait. Okay. Hang on. So your right guard. What team did he come from? Uh, Seattle. Uh, Seahawks. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, if I could go back and change, I would because our defense is exactly the same except for our cornerback number three. Okay. Uh, as opposed to Darius Williams, I went with Trey Flowers uh, from Seattle. Okay. And What's the PFF grades? Awful. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Darius Williams is at an 80. So, you know, really solid, really solid. Uh, mm. Trace Flowers at a 55. Nice. <laughs> I, like, I got to the point where I was like, damn, dude, I don't know. Like, they're, the corners aren't that. I feel like I like, after you get past, like, Jalen Ramsey and, like, Malcolm Butler, like, the corners aren't very, like, super strong. Yeah, I there's some I guess good I could have gone but... with, like, from San Francisco, like, uh, Jason Verrett. But, like, yeah. Um, but I didn't. <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. No uh, respect for our boy Byron Murphy. Yeah, I was going to say. And I thought about Byron Murphy, but, but I had already I, – I thought about Byron Murphy, but I already used up all of my other – so I used uh, – Oh, okay. Because I, like, I really want a Buda Baker. Like I feel like I'd rather yeah, have Buda yeah. Baker on the team than Byron Murphy. I love Byron Murphy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love Byron Murphy. But then I used J.J. Watt, same thing, and then Chandler Jones. And so at that point, I'd already used up all of my Arizona with DeAndre Hopkins yeah. and uh, with DeAndre yeah, Hopkins DeAndre, yeah. and Rodney Hudson. Exactly. Yeah, so tough. it's a hard division because it's just so stacked. Yeah. Yeah. And no, and that's exactly it. And it's like pulling Cardinals players. It was like I had to make some some decisions. Like, and I'd rather have Malcolm Butler over Byron Murphy. I, I again, I really like Byron Murphy, but. If I'm picking corners, I'm going Malcolm Butler first, and then Byron Murphy second. But at that point, I'd already used up all my stuff. So yeah, so I mean, it's our defense is exactly the same, yeah. except for except for that that third corner. Yep. So uh, Brennan gets this one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I honestly, I feel like the difference. I feel like I know at the end of the day what you're gonna go with, and I'm not gonna argue with you that Brennan's gonna win the NFC West because I think the corner difference is a lot greater than that guard the difference. Right guard difference. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. BFF numbers alone, sure, but. Um... But also just like position players, like yeah. if you have a super strong line, having a, a little bit weaker one of them is is better. Especially than one of the guards, corner. yeah, yeah, because the corners can be targeted so much and just like that can just like ruin a whole game. So I yeah, yeah. should have well, hold on. Difference. What, what's what's your special teams? Uh, <laughs> uh, my special teams. My kicker is Matt Gay from the Rams, and my punter is Johnny Hecker. And I'm assuming yeah. Brennan has the exact same thing since all of our things have lined up at this point i did not copy john's homework it's just that's so crazy because i feel like the like during the afc west like we definitely had or afc in general we had like quite a few differences mm-hmm. throughout the way but the fact that only have like two positions different in the same positions on both sides and yeah. like i'm sure as we go our other divisions will have more differences oh but for yeah. your guys that you have so much talent it actually kind of made it easy for this one i yeah. feel like because you're yeah. looking and you're like, okay, I'll pencil Aaron Donaldson, Nick Bosa, you know, yeah. like DeAndre yeah, Hopkins. It's just like no burners. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I am kind of surprised about Puna Ford. I like Puna Ford, but I feel like he's kind of slept on. So I'm kind of yeah. surprised you got that one too. Um, but no, I was yeah, doing my I mean, homework. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, the running backs too. Like, I don't know how you felt about the running backs, but it was like, you know, I like Chase Edmonds from the Cardinals, but like, you know, I feel like he's more of like a gadget player. Hmm. Um, the 49ers, I feel like I feel like their run game is like so reliant on like scheming and getting everyone open that it's kind of hard to be like, yeah, like Raheem Mostert is really good, but he's also right. older, and it's like you know who knows like he's like the fact that he's on like like eight different teams before getting to the 49ers and finally doing something kind of worried me a little bit. Hmm. Like, granted, Kyle Shanahan would still be my my coach with all with all these weapons on there, but. But, oh, yeah, but so, at the end of the day, Cam Akers is a better running back than him, in my in my opinion. Yeah, um, I mean, you, you had already won the offense anyway, but had you gone with a weaker running back to maybe bolster a different position, still going with Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan I feel like I probably would have given that to you because Shanahan's shown that he doesn't need a 
yeah. you know, a superstar running back yeah. to to be able to get a lot of use out of him. Yeah. I guess was what would I need to do to get? I need to get a. Well, I mean, I don't think that would make a difference because the Rams. I feel like the Rams secondary, like. I mean, that would have got you. Yeah, that would have got me, Gary Williams. Yeah, so. The thing is, I, I, yeah, Cam Akers for me was the go-to because, like you said, um, I do like the Cardinals' backfield, but, you know, James Conner and... um, Yeah, I don't know how I feel about James Conner. Chase Edmonds, yeah, or solid players, but, yeah, I think still have a lot to be proven. And, you know, I think last year wasn't... um, um, I just said his name, not Conner, but uh, Chase Chase Edmonds, Edmonds, uh, kind of a third down back behind... Kenyon Drake. Yeah, I feel like healthy. he's more of like the gadget guy, like gadget honestly. Like, in, which he did he great, was, but yeah, as like a number one, we haven't really seen yet. Yeah. The only yeah. other option I would I did consider for this one uh was Chris Carson, but he has some injury yeah. history. Yep. Um but I do think when he's healthy, he's a really good running back, and I feel like yeah. this year he's been doing a lot of he's in the best shape of his life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but coming no, he's out, been coming posting, out of camps yeah. he's been a lot it. of workout videos and like he's had a lot of like pictures of like his training and he looks like he's in incredible shape. So if he can stay healthy i do think that would be um a debate for me um but with how cam makers played and just the injury history a little bit which cam makers did get banged up um but i'll yeah, have I just, to i like cam uh, i'll have to check uh chris carson's adp for fantasy but i feel like he could be a steal this year for I fantasy agree. purposes i agree um which i later on will probably get into uh underrated and steel players for uh for drafting in a, in a different episode which we can go through and we'll talk more about them there yeah um sure. but i think chris carson could be a steal this year heck yeah yeah that is entirely possible yeah. assuming they uh don't let russ cook as much as uh last year i don't think they'll let that happen again i think we <laughs> killed got very upset <laughs> and they got burnt in some of those games <laughs> as much as i want chris or as want him to cook because i have dk Metcalf in my dynasty league i uh <laughs> i don't know if he'll, he'll be cooking as much i as mean i i don't think he was the problem i, I no. it was the defense kind of yeah uh, I don't know. Bad. There's uh, quite a few games where he threw multiple interceptions, or he definitely looked pretty rough, or like was mm-hmm. like the reason they didn't win on like the fight. Like the ball That's was the, the ball was put in his hands, like the final drive for go ahead touchdown, and he he didn't get it done. Yeah. So I think I think there is definitely some. Yeah, I think there's definitely some uh, some 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 stuff they need to figure out for for Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. One last thing, okay. we may see Russ Cook, but. The new thing on the block is uh, let Matt microwave. I've <laughs> 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 been oh, seeing no, that gotta online and it's hilarious. Crow. I got to write down uh, this. Okay. <laughs> let mic- <laughs> microwave. <laughs> I did not create that. Okay. <laughs> Just <laughs> disclaimer. Yep. Awesome. Did Aaron officially say which? Oh, yeah. Who's, uh, oh, I, I mean, I just figured you. Uh, we you would know. know. That was we, it for me. You can put now, two um, together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it boils do, down to, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. I, I do agree with what you were saying in that you lost, John. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the, it's very, very, very slim, obviously, because they're by and large the same teams. Mm. Um, and honestly, the, the coaching difference doesn't come into play as much because I, they're, they're both really good coaches. They're both offensively minded. So, like, I mean, no matter what, they're... They're going to get the best they can out of their offense. So it really comes down to the defense matters maybe just that much bit more. Mm. 
And with Brennan taking the defense, yeah, uh, I think uh, the winner. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I I agree. I just want Aaron to officially say, it so yeah, we can have it on record. <laughs> so you have an official reason to go cry. Tonight. I have an official reason, as opposed to just any other night, just crying in general. Now I have yeah. an official reason. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you guys for tuning into this episode of the Bench Boys podcast. Um, join in next time, and we will be going over the NFC East Super Team. So, on behalf of your cast here, take it easy, guys. Have a good one. See ya. See ya. <laughs>